Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Welcome to the uh, Saturday show once again. Tonight's uh, show is going to be one that you all will like, I almost guarantee it. Uh, my good friend Chuck Boris, aka Locomotive Breath, uh, returns to the program this week to discuss his. Um, method for writing song parodies. He's a very funny dude and um, just an all-around great guy. Uh, He's been parodying Owen Benjamin a lot lately, uh, a failed um, alt-right kind of comedian. Um, Obviously, I'm not of the alt-right. I am more of a libertarian. And if you've been chronicling my saga kind of among internet celebrities within the past few years you'll know that uh, I am not I am no longer a fan of Owen Benjamin myself Um, so Chuck's written some great song parodies not just of Owen but just in general he's a great guy so uh, we're going to be talking to him this podcast just about his uh, methodology for songwriting in general and um, all that good stuff. Links for his uh, YouTube channel and everything else will be in your show notes. And um, what else is there to discuss? Oh, I gave an analysis of Trump's uh, speech regarding the shutdown, uh, which you'll hear me talk about in the beginning of the show. And uh, other than that, folks, just thanks for uh, tuning into the podcast. Uh, As always, let's hear from our sponsor and make some money, and then we'll get started with the show. Thank you for uh, tuning into the podcast as always, and I hope you enjoy this one. Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while, and you're starting to think to yourself... Hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing. But where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks. And I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report. Broadcasting live from South Florida, I want to thank you so much for joining me here tonight. Uh, and folks, tonight was our first time playing our uh, new theme music by uh, David Allen Chadzillas. I think is how you pronounce his last name. He's a uh, he's a great instrumentalist who does music for podcasters. I found him via the Anchor. Uh, podcasting group uh, on Facebook. So if you need a uh, a podcast theme or uh, podcast music for your uh, live stream or whatever, you can uh, go ahead and contact him. I'll uh, I'll put a link for all his work in the description uh, below after the program ends. And um, yeah, I want to thank. Uh, David, once again, for providing the great theme music. As always, you'll, um, he does top-notch work. And I've heard his music on other podcasts. It's pretty good, too. So, you'll hear, uh, you may hear stingers like these throughout the program tonight. I'll use these as transitions, more or less, between videos. So, So yeah, you'll start to hear me use these as uh, transitions, so anyway, like I said, I'm very excited. Alright folks, so what do we have planned for tonight? Um, a lot actually to dive into. Uh, joining me at 9 o'clock, 9pm, will be uh, Chuck Boris, who, as I've said in the past, is a genius in terms of musical satire and uh, parody songs. I don't like parody songs, either, but his are top-notch, and he goes the extra mile of making, of really parodying every detail of a song. The intro, the bridge, the chorus. He doesn't do his parodies uh, half-assed. He's been on the program before, uh, Back during the summer, I had uh, Chuck on when he uh, parodied that crazy uh, feminist uh, video about toxic masculinity or something that that Lindsay uh, Lab chick or whatever her name is. Uh, I believe Chuck's parody video of that has actually uh, surpassed the original video that she made of that, which is hilarious. So anyway, uh, contact info. If you would like to reach the program, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at 70 underscore NDC, hashtag Whitfield Report. You can also follow the, the Whitfield Report on Twitter at Whitfield Report. You can follow me on Gab at Sam Whitfield. Follow me on Instagram, at assemblybear underscore NDC. You can visit my website at thesamwhitfield.com, facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report, and of course, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and you can also listen to the podcast wherever you uh, 
choose by going to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report. That's where you can find all the different channels that my audio podcast is on. And you can also support the show there by clicking the support this podcast link. I would really appreciate it. Alright, so now that we've got the uh, general housekeeping out of the way, uh, let's dive into some news before Chuck gets in. I don't have a lot on the uh, plate in terms of news content this week because, again, we'll be talking to Chuck. But I did get a request uh, this week from some people. You guys wanted to know my thoughts on Donald Trump's uh, shutdown speech. Um, I did not have the chance to watch it live as I was in class on uh, on Tuesday, or rather coming home from class, uh, when that speech was made. So I honestly... By the time I got home, I was too tired to put on the remainder of it. It wasn't very long, but, like, I had already missed half of it. So, uh, I figured I would do a breakdown of it for you right now because uh, it's fairly interesting the reaction that some people have been uh, giving to this. So, I just figured I would go ahead and give my analysis as requested. Um in regards, and then I'll be playing some of uh, Chuck's parody videos uh, as an introduction. So anyway, uh, our first clip is obviously Donald Trump's speech on the shutdown and the border crisis. And this, uh, I had to, I'm sorry folks, I had to use the, uh, the CNN version of this because it was the only one that I could uh, find, so apologies, um, but here is uh, Trump's speech on the shutdown and the border wall from CNN. Also, for those of you uh, just joining the chat, welcome. Uh, please hit that like and share button, because I think I am also uh, blacklisted, not very many people are watching right now, or uh, Shadow Band, rather. So hit that like and uh, share button, and let's get some more people in here. And uh, Chuck will be coming on at 9. So Anyway, here is uh, Trump's speech on the, uh, the border wall and the uh, shutdown. Clip number one, let's roll the tape. My fellow Americans, Tonight, I am speaking to you because there is a growing humanitarian and security crisis at our southern border. Every day, Customs and Border Patrol agents encounter thousands of illegal immigrants trying to enter our country. We are out of space to hold them, and we have no way to promptly return them back home to their country. America proudly welcomes millions of lawful immigrants who enrich our society and contribute to our nation. But all Americans are hurt by uncontrolled illegal migration. It strains public resources and drives down jobs and wages. Among those hardest hit are African Americans and Hispanic Americans. Uh oh. Uh oh. You 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 can't be saying that, uh, Trump. That that's racist. That's racist. 
uh, I can't do the uh, the the black slang, but already we're not even forty eight seconds in, and he's already nailing the point on the head. He's absolutely right. This is why the border crisis is so uh, important, and this is what he uh, campaigned on. One of his ma major points. The left was already flipping out on Twitter over this, by this point, too. Our southern border is a pipeline for vast quantities of illegal drugs, including meth, heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl. Every week, 300 of our citizens are killed by heroin alone, 90% of which floods across from our southern border. More Americans will die from drugs this year then were killed in the entire Vietnam War. In the last two years, ICE officers made 266,000 arrests of aliens with criminal records. And no, Don, they're all women and children, don't you know? They're all women and children. How could you be such a heartless bastard? That, of course, is... The response from the uh, mainstream media and academia, because uh, clearly, you know, criminals want to try and cross the border, right? That would be crazy. Yeah. Again, he, he's just bringing up pretty obvious points that no one in the establishment media wants to uh, acknowledge at all, including those charged or convicted of 100,000 assaults, 30,000 sex crimes, and 4,000 violent killings. Over the years, thousands of Americans have been brutally killed by those who illegally entered our country, and thousands more lives will be lost if we don't act right now. This is a humanitarian crisis, a crisis of the heart, and a crisis of the soul. Last month, 20,000 migrant children were illegally brought into the United States, a dramatic increase. These children are used as human pawns by vicious coyotes and ruthless gangs. One in three women are sexually assaulted on the dangerous trek up through Mexico. Women and children are the biggest victims, by far, of our broken system. This is the tragic reality of illegal immigration on our southern border. This is the cycle of human suffering that I am determined to end. My administration has presented Congress with a detailed proposal to secure the border and stop the criminal gangs, drug smugglers, and human traffickers. It's a tremendous problem. Our proposal was developed by law enforcement professionals and border agents at the Department of Homeland Security. These are the resources they have requested to properly perform their mission and keep America safe. In fact, safer than ever before. The proposal from Homeland Security includes cutting-edge technology for detecting drugs, weapons, illegal contraband, and many other things. We have requested more agents immigration judges, and bed space to process the sharp rise in unlawful migration fueled by our very strong economy. 
Our plan also contains an urgent request for humanitarian assistance and medical support. Furthermore, we have asked Congress to close border security loopholes so that illegal immigrant children can be safely and humanely returned back home. All right, real quick. Um, I just have to say that in regards to what Trump is saying there, he's absolutely right. People are saying that, uh, or I sh should rather say the media uh, made this out to look like Trump doesn't want children to come here. When in fact, he is listing the very obvious statement that uh, children are being used and uh, abused by the drug cartels and brought over here. I, I mean, I've had people on the show before in previous years who are uh, sex trafficking experts. Um, and they've said that the cartels do use women and, and children. So this is, uh, you know, what Trump is saying is absolutely right. And uh, the media hates it because it doesn't fit into their Trump is a racist narrative. And by the way, um, to Sargon's uh, VJJ, um, I don't know what happened. I'm going to get you uh, unblocked. I don't know how you were blocked, so bear with me. I am trying to figure out how to uh, get you unblocked. So bear with me. You'll be back in a sec. As part of an overall approach to border security, Law enforcement professionals have requested $5.7 billion for a physical barrier. At the request of Democrats, it will be a steel barrier rather than a concrete wall. This barrier is absolutely critical to border security. It's also what our professionals at the border want and need. This is just common sense. The border wall would very quickly pay for itself. The cost of illegal drugs exceeds $500 billion a year, vastly more than the $5.7 billion we have requested from Congress. The wall will also be paid for indirectly by the great new trade deal we have made with Mexico. Senator Chuck Schumer, who you will be hearing from later tonight, has repeatedly supported a physical barrier in the past along with many other Democrats. They changed their mind only after I was elected president. Democrats in Congress have refused to acknowledge the crisis. And they have refused to provide our brave border agents with the tools they desperately need to protect our families and our nation. The federal government remains shut down for one reason and one reason only, because Democrats will not fund border security. My admin Yes, that is absolutely absolutely true. And and by the way, there are those out there who don't think we're going to get the wall. And okay, let's suppose that's true. See the thing you have to understand about Trump is that he's a businessman who operates from, he starts with the most extreme offer, and then he'll, he'll, I guarantee you, even if we don't get the wall, 
he's going to, ne to negotiate some sort of deal where we get more border security than we do uh, now. That's just the, the truth. Uh, by the way, uh, Sargon, I, un I unblocked you, so you should be able to comment now. One of your, your uh, comments got listed as spam, so YouTube auto-blocked you. I don't know why, because you were, you were an admin, of course, I, or a moderator, of course. I've got to clean this thing out, too, of uh, former bears, too. Uh-huh. So, uh, evening, Christy, by the way. But yeah, Trump is, uh, absolutely right. The, uh, you know, at this point, the Dems are holding this up for political purposes. Administration is doing everything in our power to help those impacted by the situation. But the only solution is for Democrats to pass a spending bill that defends our borders and reopens the government. This situation could be solved in a 45-minute meeting. I have invited congressional leadership to the White House tomorrow to get this done. Hopefully, we can rise above partisan politics in order to support national security. Some have suggested a barrier is immoral. Then why do wealthy politicians build walls, fences, and gates around their homes? They don't build walls because they hate the people on the outside, but because they love the people on the inside. The only thing that is immoral is the politicians to do nothing and continue to allow more innocent people to be so horribly victimized. America's heart broke the day after Christmas when a young police officer in California was savagely murdered in cold blood by an illegal alien who just came across the border. The life of an American hero was stolen by someone who had no right to be in our country. Day after day, precious lives are cut short by those who have violated our borders. In California, an Air Force veteran was raped, murdered, and beaten to death with a hammer by an illegal alien with a long criminal history. In Georgia, an illegal alien was recently charged with murder for killing, beheading, and dismembering his neighbor. In Maryland, MS-13 gang members who arrived in the United States as unaccompanied minors were arrested and charged last year after viciously stabbing and beating a 16-year-old girl. Over the last several years, I've met with dozens of families whose loved ones were stolen by illegal immigration. I've held the hands of the weeping mothers and embraced the grief-stricken fathers. So sad. So terrible. I will never forget the pain in their eyes, the tremble in their voices, and the sadness gripping their souls. How much more American blood must we shed before Congress does its job? To those who refuse to compromise in the name of border security, I would ask, 
Imagine if it was your child, your husband, or your wife, whose life was so cruelly shattered and totally broken. To every member of Congress, pass a bill that ends this crisis. To every citizen, call Congress and tell them to finally, after all of these decades, secure our border. This is a choice between right and wrong, justice and injustice. This is about whether we fulfill our sacred duty to the American citizens we serve. When I took the oath of office, I swore to protect our country. And that is what I will always do. So help me God. Thank you and good night. All righty, folks. Now, there were some people out there who were saying that that was a, uh, a weak speech. That there was no energy behind that speech. And um, I just have to ask, were we watching the same speech? Because, yeah, it might not have been a MAGA... It might not have been rally Trump, but it was certainly, uh, it was certainly Trump as most presidential when I would say in, in terms of his speaking and Trump, Trump is absolutely right. We cannot continue to allow the cartel to, uh, wreak havoc here in this country. We just can't. We have so many problems in this country with crime, and the, the drug war is a big part of it. We should have never started the drug war in the first place. That was an obvious mistake. Because it just invited the cartel um, into the country. So, you know, as far as shows go, people always, people always bring up Narcos. Narcos was actually pretty, uh, good. I thought the first two seasons with, uh, Pablo, not sure about the, about the third one. Um, and I haven't watched Mexico yet. I'm in the middle of season three, but yeah, I mean, they do a pretty good job of pointing out how the drug war was pretty much uh, started by Reagan. And as much as I admire some of what Reagan did, the, the drug war was obviously a big no-no, uh, to put it mildly. So, uh, also, in regards to the chat, uh, Sargon, you should be unblocked now. So, uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's make our own, own tacos. Uh so Chuck's going to come on at 9 p.m. Uh, via Skype. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, now that we're done with uh, drug cartel talk and POTUS's uh, speech and all that, I want to play for you one of Chuck Chuck's parody videos that he made this week. Now I know that um, I know that early in the week. Uh, Mersh over at Nightwave Radio played one of his 
uh, parodies of a Beastie Boys song. But Chuck Austin made a hilarious parody of one of my personal favorite songs. In fact, he, he dedicated it to me, which I thought was sweet. Um, Walking on the Moon. And uh, I want to explain one of the reasons why I requested that Chuck do this parody is because uh, obviously I'm a, I'm a big police fan. But also, I've been trolling uh, Owen and the Unbearables early in the week by tweeting the original uh, Walking on the Moon music video and saying, I dedicate this to Owen. And uh, a lot of the bears didn't realize I was trolling, so they thought, oh, yeah, that's actually a really, that's actually a really good song. Yeah, it's, and so, you know, I wasn't being, like, obnoxious with, with throwing. I, I don't even really know if I can call it a troll because they were, uh, they all seemed to enjoy the fact that I was playing, uh, 70s and early 80s hits for them. So, anyway, I, I don't know, but anyway, Chuck did an amazing cover, so I want to share this with you now. I also have the, uh, Nimmer is a Tranny video, which just came out, um, or, uh, well, maybe never is. I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, so here is Chuck Boris's parody of uh, Walking on the Moon. This is called Bears Walking on the Moon. Amazing job. Take it away, Chuck. I'm 
I've always loved uh, Stuart Copeland back Even on the original. Giant Man is cocaine baked. Talking about the. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, it says your legs will break. Walking on the moon. Secret Man forever. Walking on the moon. We can't live together if you think we went walking on the moon. Some messy. I'm wasting my days away. No way. The super chats with a sunset. Tomorrow's another day. Are you say I might as well play I don't know, I think I like this uh, parody almost as much as I like the original. And I love the original. was a good one if I do say so myself. Well done, Chuck. Uh, I have one more of your videos to play uh, before you call in, but uh, actually I'll, I'll, I'll Skype you uh, and we'll, we'll get it started. Um, so absolutely hilarious. Uh, I know Mersh didn't play that on Nightwave and uh, he thought I would be upset by that, but in all honesty, I'm glad I was the one who was able to uh, premiere this, quote-unquote. So, once again, Chuck, uh, thank you for making that. I know it was just kind of a split suggestion. I also know that uh, Sting is very hard to uh, to do in his vocal range. The guy is, uh, he, Sting is 65 and still has an amazing voice, though. Um, so, definitely... Uh, even though he's a big liberal, I still love his, uh, music, so. Uh, anyway, Chuck also came out with a hilarious, uh, parody. I can't remember the original song. I think it was, like, something like Sex and Candy. I didn't recognize the initial song until I heard this parody. But, uh, this, this song goes out to our, our good, uh, friend, Eric Nimmer. 
So, uh, so see, I'm not racist. I'm, I'm dedicating this next tune to, uh, our good stolen valor buddy, uh, Mr. Eric Nimmer. Once again, uh, take it away, Chuck. Hanging round four irons on his shirts and he had so much time to sit and lie about himself a spade he was stolen valor pie yeah there it was a girl who was a guy Nim has sex with trannies yeah See him lounging with the bears Now I'm casting disgusted stares in their direction That limb drop surely is obscene Yeah Yeah, that nimrod surely is obscene Dig it Hanging round, four irons on his shirts and with a monkey stuffed marine Just sitting and lying about himself, a spade he was Though only five foot three, yeah there it was Those aren't shrapnel teeth Nim has sex with trannies, yeah See him lounging with the bears Now I'm casting disgusted stares in his direction That Nimrod surely is obscene Yeah Was only a marine in his dreams Dig it He only did tours in his dreams Yeah Nim has sex with trannies, yeah See him lounging with the bears Now I'm casting disgusted stares in their direction That Nim job surely is obscene, yeah Yeah, that Nimrod surely is obscene, dig it yeah, that nim job surely is obscene. Yeah, he was only a marine in his dreams. Again, very nicely done, Chuck. Now let's check in with our uh, buddy Chuck. So I'm going to give him a quick call here on Skype. He should be uh, joining us here in a few minutes. Or in a few seconds, rather. So, well done again, Chuck. And we're ringing... Ah, hey, hey there, Chuck. How you doing? Hey, what's up, Sam? Good evening, sir. And uh, how are you? 
Thank you for both of those uh, parody songs. How are you doing tonight, sir? Uh, well, how about you, Sam? <laughs> I'm, de- I'm, definite, I'm definitely not um, not kicked out of the house. I, my wife def- definitely uh, didn't tell me I wasn't allowed in the house, so it, that's why I had to build the fire. Ah, uh, yeah, expand. yeah. You 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 are you are on the porch, but you're not kicked out. So uh, of course not. So also the uh, the uh, Al Jeff in the chat room said, "Please be naked. Please be naked. Please be naked." <laughs> Damn it. So, uh, Chuck, it's been a while since you've been on the last, uh, since you've been on the podcast. Last time you were, uh, on, you had, uh, you had just made your first big parody video of that, uh, crazy Lindsay, uh, lab chick, which I advise anyone to go, uh, back and check that out. Uh, it's very, it's very good. Well, guys, he looks more professional than uh oh oh and I mean he he has the he has the headset his computer isn't uh isn't in flames yet although he is right nearby a fire so you know that might be uh that might be a bit concerning at some point but uh anyway Chuck I first of all I have to ask you uh what's your process just walk us through that overall. Well, uh, um, with yours, it was a little bit different because it was a request, you know, mm. uh, the, the police one, uh, you know, it, it really depends. Oh, sorry, I pulled the cord. It really depends on the, on the song. Uh, usually what I like to do is I like to get the lyrics of the song and just basically, um, I try not to embellish too much because if you completely just kind of write your own lyrics over the song, then that's when it starts sounding kind of stupid and forced. Right. So what I like to do is kind of match the patterns of um, the singer who originally did the song. I mean, of course, there's sometimes you got to work around that a little sure, bit. And of sure. course, there's exceptions. But normally I try to match the same rhymes and stuff like that the same sounds in the song because that's those are the ones that seem to turn out the best because they uh they just seem to flow and they don't seem so forced and that's that's part of making a good parody song because if it sounds like you're just throwing a bunch of shit lyrics on top of a a track it sounds that's when parody music can be really really horrible the the thing would the thing of it is, though, and I, I I agree with everything you're saying, but the the impressive thing is, you put out parody songs just about every other day. It seems like, or at least recently, you have. So, how do you write these things so fucking quick? That's what that's what a lot of us want to know. Well, there's uh, two things that if you look at the songs, you'll see um, you'll see by the lyric credits whether I was helped or not. Uh, Bear on the Moon, which was the parody of Man on the Moon. Right. That was a suggestion of a friend uh, of mine, and she had a, excuse me, a basis for some lyric ideas. So I kind of worked off that and made it more mine, and by the end of it, I ended up changing it so much that I guess it was more of... uh, 
it was more my lyrics than hers, but she still deserved lyric credits because she still did come, come up with the bulk of the idea. So she's credited in one. Uh, also, um, I, I, I don't want to give out um, who that is, but if you'll see on my other videos, the other lyrical credit you'll see is El Jefe, who also is uh, um, completely amazing. Uh, and he helps a lot because uh, sometimes when even I write lyrics, there's a couple where I'm like, you know, I'm not sure of this line and I'll toss them at him and he'll give a, uh, a go at them and we'll kind of throw bounce ideas off of each other. But, um, he's definitely been a big help and he helped with the, um, streaming from my back porch was actually, uh, the, the bulk of that is his idea. You'll see that in the lyrics he's credited, uh, first and, he did probably about 90% of that. And I changed maybe just like the structure a little bit and maybe a few lyrics that, you know, didn't flow so well when you were singing them. But basically that's uh, you know, 90 to 98% is, I would say, de- wow. depending. But um, but so I, I do have a, a little help. Some of them are completely mine. Uh, Danger Zone uh, was uh, was mine. Uh, oh God! What are the other ones that I did? I can't even remember. Uh, it, Nim and Tranny's uh, was mine. Yeah. Um, but uh, but you know, I, I have a little help. I have some good uh, um, some good friends and good people that uh, that push me and that I have to bounce ideas off of. But the uh, the music videos are obviously completely me, and it's all uh, that's all shot on uh, my cell phone. Yeah. Here, by that- the- all of it and it's all uh most of the music videos most of the time are all pantomimed and i edit them all together later uh that's not true of the cover that i did of i put a spell on you those are actually i was recording the video while i was singing it so those are the actual videos of me playing that's why that that's why that one isn't very interesting you know i guess as far as stylistically and it's it's not funny at all oh no i i I thought i thought that one was great was great though uh i mean even i i recommend folks you you really ought to go check out uh chuck's channel uh youtube.com forward slash is do you have the uh the locomotive breath url it's yeah, it's slash LCMTV Breath 4. It's mm-hmm. locomotive, but with the vowels taken out. So LCMTV Breath 4. Yeah, which uh, a lot of people don't realize that that is an old... Uh, oh, I, ju- I, I just blanked on the, uh, on, the ban- on the band name. So Yeah, back when... Um, back when YouTube... I've had YouTube since its early days, and back then... I think you only had to have uh, the only stipulation for you to apply for your own channel name was to have uh, so many videos uploaded. So I had met that quota. So right, it's yeah. been it's been slash LCMTV Breath Four forever, which is great because it's a lot easier to find nowadays. They put all sorts of restrictions where I mean I've met them by now, so it wouldn't have mattered anyway. But um, yeah. Well, well, same for my original one. This, this one just hit 100 subs, so for those of you who subscribed during the live stream, thank you very much. I'll be updating my uh, URL. Uh, okay, let's let's read some of the 
Okay, I'm I'm not I'm not going to ask Chuck to play strip to play strip trivia, you guys. Not not in this weather, especially that. I think I think Chuck, I I think some people were turned on by your uh, danger by your uh, danger zone killed the video star because it's, you know. It's really funny because when Mersh played that, he goes, "Oh, yeah, somebody's been working out. He just wanted to show off his tries." And I'm like, "Are you uh, are you joking? Like I'm so out of shape." And the gag was that I was not pleasant to look at. It had nothing to do with my tries. So it's like, thank you for the for the compliment that you think my tries are nice, but uh, still better, still <laughs> better than uh, you know than a certain. Uh, stolen Valor guy. So, oh yes. I mean, I'm... that was that that video was really fun to make because the uh, that was one of the cases where the song almost wrote itself, and sometimes that happens because uh, earlier in the week I was working on uh, before I came, uh, I made Nimith Trannies. I was trying another one, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't working. Uh, I mean, the the lyrics uh, they were all right, but when I went and I tried to actually sing it and do it. It just, it, it wasn't flowing right. And it, it was just, it was going to be awful. And it, there was just nothing inspiring I could think of for the video. So I said, screw it. I'm going to do something easy. I'm going to go, I'm going to parody sex and candy and make about, uh, about Nimmer. And it, it wrote itself. That was it. Nim and trannies. And it, it, it wrote itself. But, but see, like this is what I'm talking about. You have a, you have an, and not to suck up to you too much, but you're one of these people who, ha- who has a natural talent for writing satire and, and whatnot. Because if I if I were to try and write a write a write a satire song, it would it would it wouldn't be quite as bad as uh, as you know who's. But uh, I'm not gonna be like, hey guys, can you can you super chat me so I can. Uh, rip off your really lame lyrics, but still, it would take me about a good month to just write one, and you're producing these, you know, weekly, daily almost. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, um, so sometimes I was, did the, there was a couple days there where I did two a day. I think there was two days where I put out two a day. Wow. How do you, how do you have time to, to do, to do all this, too? Because, uh... Well, really, the, the Shooting the videos and uh, recording the the vocal and uh, that really doesn't take that long. What takes the longest is actually mixing the vocal to the audio and getting it to match in any other. Sometimes I do like some light guitar overdubs Mm -hmm. and stuff, Uh, stuff like that. But um, that's what actually takes the longest. So really, you're talking about maybe uh, 15 (laughs) minutes worth of singing. maybe about 15 minutes worth of video shooting, which is the fun part. So you're talking about maybe about a half hour of like the fun stuff. And then the rest is all editing. And I just do it all day in between uh, watching the babies when the babies are asleep. Uh, uh-huh. It's time. And I just start cutting everything together like a, like a madman. So that's just the, the process I've been working on because, you know, uh, I was playing video games and stuff like that. And, you know, I was just, you know, uh, I have mixed feelings. But also, you know, thank you so so much for crediting me as a comedian. But really, you know, when I started off and what I originally started my uh, 
YouTube all for was my music and it was literally, I've had it for like 10 years and it went nowhere. So it's funny because I started coming out with these parody ideas and immediately I've gotten that they've been much more successful than anything else I've had to date. And it's funny because I've showed some of this to like my dad and stuff. He's like, well, you know, like, yeah, it's funny, but you know, you're wasting your talent because you're a good musician. And it's like, well, and I thought about it and I was like, you know, but, but I tried that and nothing happened. So if, if this is what people like, then that's what I'm going to keep doing because it, that they're fun to do is what it comes down to. So do you have a, uh, so, I mean, have you ever been at, I think I seem to remember you and I talking privately once you did have a band at one point or you were in a, in a band, in a band uh, at one point. Um, but you know, I was, I was in bands when I was, uh, in high school and stuff. And then, uh, professionally I was in, uh, a, I, I was in one band, uh, for about two years, uh, that they're, they're still out. And basically what happened is, uh, um, their original guitarist had left because, uh, that they had been together for a long time, uh, for like 10 years plus. And their original guitarist left over creative differences and they were holding auditions for a new guitarist. So, uh, I auditioned and, you know, they, they, they weren't coy about it. They said, well, so far, they said, honestly, you're, you're, you're the best that we've had. Uh, so it's probably going to be you, but we'll let you know. And that's the way that they left it. And I didn't hear from them for like uh, a couple weeks. And they called me and they said, yeah, they'd like to do the, the, another rehearsal with me. And that's when they told me that they, they want me to be the guitarist. So, uh, the guy who initially found me was the drummer of the band. Uh, Brown, Ma Brian Mowry was his name. And, uh, he was a real cool guy. You know, uh, uh, we used to, hang out when we could and stuff. And, uh, we did a lot, a lot, a lot of shows all around New Jersey for, uh, for about two years. And then, uh, a lot of my friends, cause they were a little bit, um, more towards the shore. So a lot of my friends couldn't get out to see them. So I decided to have a, uh, to have a show, uh, at my house. And, uh, um, it was a great show. I'll do like, you know, everybody was there. All my friends were there. We had a barbecue and, you know, it was a campfire and everything. And right after our set, it just started pouring rain. So everybody was scrambling to get all the, mus the music equipment back inside. And we turn around and uh, uh, Brian is just laying face down on the porch, uh, not moving. And what had happened is he had had a, uh, a massive heart attack and that was it. You know, he was gone. Wow. Um, and they wanted to keep going afterwards it, without him and... I just couldn't because the uh, the bassist who was also named Brian was married to the keyboardist Alicia, so I was never going to win in that fight. You know what I mean? It's it, they're a married vegan couple, so it's like you're dealing with insane people. I'm never going to win in a fight with them. Yeah. And you know, meanwhile, the the drummer and I would be sitting there like at these gigs where like at least you know where we're not making that much money, but they gave us like free food and drinks. We're like over there eating cheeseburgers and they're staring at us like we shot somebody, you know. So like that's kind of like why we used to bond and stuff. How, and uh, how old was how old was your friend when he when he died? It, he he was forty. Wow. So wow. So yeah, that that's crazy. I was just uh, actually reading today. It's it's wild that, that you mentioned that because uh, I don't know if you've heard of the band Morphine, but they were 
I heard uh, a trio. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, the bass player slash singer um, also died of a heart attack too. Well, while on stage at age forty, so that's. Yep. Uh, well, you know, it, it, he he died what uh, he loved doing, and it wasn't uh, drugs. He wasn't on drugs or anything like that. He was yeah. just uh, apparently he had a heart conditioning of the hardening of the arteries that uh, he was ignoring for years, and and that that was just the night. And but he came here out to the farm. It was really everybody's uh, first time all coming out here, and really I showed them everything and how I had everything set up for the band and everything and. He absolutely loved the place, and he said, "Oh, you know, Chuck, I think you know I want to come by every weekend. I absolutely love this place." And what's also sad is it was exactly one week earlier he had gotten married to the keyboardist's sister. So it was exactly one week after he got married, he died as well. So it was just oh, it was, yeah. it, was it was tragic. So when so when the band wanted to continue playing without a drummer, it was it was crazy, you know, and I just couldn't do it and. There was some bad blood there, but they're back together now when they have a drummer. The the band's name is the the Wag. Uh, they have some good stuff. Uh, their early, the the stuff that I was playing, the stuff that they've come out with since I've been in the band, is either uh, re-releases of of old stuff or stuff that isn't up to par with what we were playing when I was with them. Well, That's all that I say, but I still wish him the best and everything. Well, there you go. They're 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 missing the uh, the key element uh, of of the band. They're missing they're missing the magic. So <laughs> if uh, sorry, I didn't mean to bring everything down, but you know, no, no, that, no. I, I it's actually the, that's actually the backstory of the, of me and music. And uh, my dad was a musician. He used to be on TV all the time. He used to go on Joe Franklin's show. So music was always a big thing. And of course, when I was a kid, I was into like Weird Al and all that. But you know, yeah. you get you get older and you kind of fade out of stuff like that. But you know, that's because in my mind, still every time I hear a song, I'm thinking of different lyrics. And my wife, that's one thing she always says to me: Why do you always do that? And I said, I don't know. That's just what I do in my head. I come up with alternate lyrics to songs. You know. Yeah, well, you're you're certainly. I mean, you're you're one of the you're one of the best at that I've that I certainly know. No, yeah, I mean, I I think not to blow up smoke up your ass too much, even though you're right near a fire. But uh, you know, you're you're pretty much. Uh, I think you're pretty much up there with uh, Weird Al in terms of. Oh, thank you. I I appreciate that. In terms of, like I, like I said, it's not all me. You know, I I have some help. Mm-hmm. So God bless you guys. If you're in the chat, you probably are. Uh, El Jefe, you know, if you want to take your very due credit, sir, and take your bow, do it. Yep. Uh, okay. Would you- his his suggestion is one of the most popular ones uh, streaming from my back porch. That's one of the most uh, popular ones. Would Would you mind if uh, the the chat wants to ask some questions? Uh, so would you mind if we did a little Q and A? Absolutely. Uh, too? Okay, some of these I'm some of these I'm going to have to uh, to filter. Maybe I don't know. Uh, for first off, how 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 tall are you? Because we all we all know that you know height is a big deal with uh, with successful musicians. Uh, I am six foot two. Oh, so oh, so you actually you actually are uh, you actually are pretty tall then. So. 
Uh, okay. A little, little, little taller than average. Uh, okay. Uh, let, let's see. Okay, are are there are there any uh, are there any questions that you guys have in the chat that are not related to to Chuck Stig or or <laughs> my, or oh I'll I'll tell you it makes two babies at a time. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, people well people want to know like how how long it is and look look folks Chuck Chuck's married halfway too so you're. Uh, you're not gonna be getting. You're not gonna be getting into any of that anytime. Time like I said, soon, the, only, so. the only the only information you'll get is that it it makes two at a time. Yep. So, uh, let's see. <laughs> okay, have you ever seen uh, Eric Eric Nimmer's comp? Who wait? Who who is Eric Nimmer? I don't even know who who that who that is. Uh, Eric Nimmer is the, uh, is, I was, I, I don't know what the, what the hell's going on in their personal life. Uh, the opening comedian for Owen Benjamin, who claims that he is a Marine. Yeah. And, uh, and we're just going to leave it at that for, for now. Very, very soon you will see Porcelain's documentary and big, you'll big be here. Yeah, big shout out to Porcelain, by the way. Uh, and you'll, you'll be hearing from him and from me exactly um, everything you need to know about Eric Nimmer. Yeah. What's your. Oh, okay. So this is actually a good one. What inspired your uh, Eric Nimmer song? Um, well, you know, the success of the, um, the Owen parodies, because Owen's fun, but, um, I was kind of getting tired of that. So I kind of wanted to shift, uh, because the, the topic of his, uh, well, I already said it in the song, so I guess there's no harm in saying it. Uh, the, the topic of his stolen valor is uh, a serious issue and worthy of being brought to light and yeah. also made fun of. And the fact that he probably had sex with a tranny. Well, oh, well, oh, well, that, that, that's that screen cap of that. I think that was from his actual uh, Snapchat or Instagram. One of those two, if I'm, yeah. if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. According to him, he was interviewing a trans uh, in a, a transsexual. Now, I'm not saying that 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 that's the actual photo. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that person is transsexual. They are saying that they are transsexual. That person is an openly transsexual person, apparently. So, yeah, uh, he was in- interviewing a transsexual for his uh, channel, and he posts <laughs> a picture of them uh, both chugging beer, drinking a forty of Colt forty five. Uh, I don't know, but the last I checked, people who Drink forties a Colt forty five don't make the best decisions in life. Yeah, well, I mean, pe- I mean, I'm, I'm drinking Cold Snap tonight by. Uh, oh, very nice. Six I, nights. I was uh, I was about ready to ask um, what your. Uh... I might have to go inside and get myself another one. Yeah, well, oh, I see. Oh, Owen Benjamin is live in thirty minutes. So, would, 
that's the thing, you know, everybody's like, you got to watch Owen Benjamin, you know, it's, has he not said enough crazy shit to make parodies for the rest of eternity? You know, that's why it's kind of like, I'm, I'm going to branch out. Uh, I have a couple things lined up for Monday that are, uh, one is slightly related to the topic of Owen Benjamin and one is completely unrelated to the topic of Owen Benjamin, but they're both parodies and, uh, I, I really hope that everybody's gonna like them because they're gonna be they're gonna be fun to do. Yeah, well, in in regards, let, let's let's talk a little bit about Owen because obviously, you know, I know your history, but we have a whole bunch of viewers here. So you and I actually met almost a year ago in the uh, former group called the Unbearables. It was funny because I met you. I think I think I'm I joined the group on Easter or the. Easter Eve, and then I met you Easter uh, Eve. You were making the your first live stream I saw was you making something in your uh, kitchen. So yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, I was live streaming baking uh, Pasco, which is like a <laughs> this, is, this is so way off topic. It's it, it's Ukrainian like raisin bread is basically what it is. It's it's a sweet Ukrainian raisin bread that's like full of eggs and butter and stuff like that. So you're, and it takes like hours to make because you gotta like let the dough raise and punch it down. So I was like, this is gonna, literally gonna take me hours. So I might as well live stream and talk to you guys while I do it. Yeah, chucking or no cooking with uh, cooking with Chuck. So that that could be that could be another or baking with with Chuck. So. I, I do a lot of cooking. My uh, my grandmother's actually the one who uh, who taught me. I was raised by my grandma and my dad. So. Uh, so I made sure because uh, at that time, what I had always told myself and told my grandma, well, if I ender, if I ever end up uh, alone, at least I'll know how to cook for myself. That's exactly what I was used to say to her. Uh, um, fortunately, that's not the case, uh, but at least I do know how to cook now. <laughs> so, so the new people want to know, and I've been getting the same question this week too. But how? I mean, uh, it's. This is the big question, isn't it? How I mean, how do we get involved with the uh, unbearable cult in the first place? How did you, how did you discover Owen? And well, what drew you guess to him initially? What it goes back to is really Stephen Crowder. Uh, mm-hmm. That's when that's when I had first heard about Stephen Crowder. Uh, right after his. Uh, or I forget whether it was right before. It, no, it was uh, no November. So right before his uh, Christmas special, where he streamed watching uh, uh, CNN for sixteen hours, mm-hmm. I subscribed November right right before he did that, and uh, because that, that so right when he was coming out with some really funny stuff uh, and. At that same time that I had discovered uh, Stephen Crowder is when I saw Owen Benjamin on Stephen Crowder playing piano and singing a song about French Canadians, which I thought was really, really, really funny. Now, here's something to understand. The Owen Benjamin from back then actually used to write yeah. more of his material and do a lot more work. 
and care a lot more. Therefore, he was a lot more successful until it started getting culty and he realized it doesn't matter what the fuck he does. He could just crowdsource everything and it doesn't matter. Uh, when he actually used to write stuff, it was a little bit funnier. And of course, it, it wasn't like just, oh my God, so funny, you know? Uh, but I thought the French Canadian song was, you know, had a certain charm about it. So I started watching his live stream. Um, and that's how I became uh, involved in the unbearables until some crap went down. It's all going to be in Porcelain's documentary. World, You'll see exactly what happened. The, uh, the shit show I like to call World War Knee. That's, that's what... Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. it's basically, for, for me, it was once Nimmer came on the scene is when the whole thing blew up. So... Yeah. Uh, I became heavily involved in that part of it, and you'll once again wait for Porson's documentary. I can't, I I can't wait for it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, that that documentary is going to be uh, quite awesome. Well, I mean, for me too. I mean, I I was only in the Amerables for a, for a week um, because yeah, I never I never had a bear name or anything else. I was always on. YouTube and on Twitter and everything yeah. else as Chuck Boris or Locomotive Breath. It was interchangeable. Uh, I was never one who was like hiding my identity, uh, identity or who I was. Me neither. I was. I was always me. You know. Yeah. I, I. I just for some reason I I I just chose podcast for because I thought it would be good to like promote my thing a, a little a little self regret aggrandizing there I'll, I'll admit but yeah i mean almost a, a week after i joined that was when the whole you know thing with nimmer went down i originally found found uh out about out about Owen because like you i had seen him on crowder but i hadn't really pay, paid much attention to him until uh i i'm almost a big fan of joe rogan and um i wasn't to one of i wasn't to the podcast where um, Joe interviewed uh, Owen and then uh, Kurt Metzger. The only the only reason I really think I gave uh, Owen that much of a uh, viewing is because I felt I I felt bad for him because um, the other guy kept interrupting him so much. Um, but after that. You know, and the whole thing, I mean, I, I lost sympathy for him pretty quickly after the whole, you know, Nimmer thing. And other other things that will that will be revealed later, too. So. Yeah, hold on, just let me get outside because my, uh, my kids are sleeping in the living room. Ah, okay. So, so you're back. My, my, my house is small, yes. I'm, I'm working on that. But but the but the big thing but the big difference is you are actually allowed in your house. So unlike, oh yes, unlike some people. So no, what are you talking about? That's why I had to build a fire out here. My wife totally said I'm not allowed in there. She's tired of me ranting about Owen oh, ranting about the moon. Yeah, well that that well that's the whole that's the whole thing too. I mean I'm I'm just this whole Owen thing has been fun. But uh, I he's on his way out the door pretty quickly. So, any other plans for other satire? Because because I mean I I I have the same thing. But I've gotten some comments from Bear saying this guy isn't funny. The only reason he has so many parodies is because 
Owen just gives him material, and I'm like, well, A, that just proves that Owen is easy to satirize, but B, I mean, I you've satirized, you've satirized other uh, songs and whatnot, too. You're, you satirize Madonna, yeah. so... Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I've I've done before this uh, political parodies, and I got the idea that it, since that's something that uh, is is fun for me to do, that doing political parodies, you know, there might be a market for it. So I started doing them uh, about Madonna, and I had one uh, called Liberal Resistance. I parodied Lindsay Lab. It's only recently that I've turned on uh, Owen, and that's only because he got so ridiculous with all this moon crap and uh, everything else. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and now I, I've heard that he's going all flat earther, too. Or rather, I've, I've seen that he's finally gone flat earther. That was inevitable, so... Um, <laughs> and I mean, as much as I like Crowder too, let's be honest, he's starting to lose some of his zeal too a little bit. I mean, the, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think for me personally, okay, the the Blaze merger does bother me, but the fact that he won't disavow uh, Alan is kind of what's yeah. driven me a bit crazy. So. Well, what really got me started was when he uh, had Nimmer on his show. When yeah. Crowder had, had Nimmer on his show, that was kind of really the final straw. And then uh, kind of a lack of appropriate response. Yeah. I mean, and plus, I mean, I... At first, I thought maybe Mersh was wrong on this, but now I'm beginning to think that maybe he's right and that the whole fibromyalgia thing, I mean, I don't know, the, time, the timing of that does seem a little weird, so... Mm. No, yeah, I, I agree, you know, I, I'm I'm not here to, to, to really uh, rip on him. If, uh, if one day... If I think that Steven Crowder has done something silly enough yeah, uh, to be able to write a song about, it'll happen. But uh, yeah, that's for, for right now, I I think I'm uh, he's he's safe for my aim right now. He's not who I'm looking at. No, he no he's he's <laughs> he's safe from my he's safe from my aim uh, as well. Uh, and I mean my yeah. to be very 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 clear. I mean my aim as in my aim as a right. parodyist. Well, in, not, no, well, in, 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 not, same, in any other. Well, in same, uh, you know, same for me in terms of my aim as a uh, as a political commentator. So, I mean, the worst I might do is, you know, Jerry Springham and confront him that that way at some point. So, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, oh. Uh, someone wants to know, explain more on the porcelain, who this porcelain individual is, but I don't know if we, if we're, if we can at this point. Um, well, uh, we could say this, that porcelain is a, uh, individual who makes excellent documentaries. Uh, it's not spelt porcelain like, you know, like a porcelain cup. It's P O R 
P-O-R-S-A-L-I-N, Porcelain. And uh, you could look at some of his other documentaries. Uh, he did one on Million Dollar Extreme, which was uh, great. He has one on uh, Joe Matarese and a few others. He actually has two now on, on Joe Matarese. I, I, I'm watching, I'm in the middle of watching the, the first one. And by the way, his, his, uh, his documentaries are, are, are great folks and I'll, I'll, I'll link to both him and um, Chuck's channel in, in the description after the show. Um, so I'll have, I'll have those, uh, linked, um, let's see, uh, let's see, well, 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 Sargon, at, at this point, I know that you're, uh, that you're trolling. I, I heard Nimmer say that you sent pe people to their virgins, though. I'm confused. For tours, I mean, uh, yes. yeah. He, he, he said that. Yes, Nimmer did say that. He said that he sent people. Uh, in other words, he was saying that he shot Muslims. Didn't yeah. happen. Nimmer, didn't, I didn't mean, happen. yeah, Nimmer did not happen. And if go if if you're not clear, go and watch my video, my parody of him again. I couldn't be any more clear when I said he was only a Marine in his dreams. He was only a Marine in his dreams. Shit did not happen. Yeah. Well, also, well, also, if you go and if you go and watch any of his quote unquote stand up, if you could call it that, um, the one joke that he has that's a staple of his is I is I enlisted so that white people. Uh, would thank me for for my service. Okay, even so, that's not really. I even before I disliked him, I always disliked that joke, and I I told him so at, at one point too. I, I said, you know, I I said I think that there are there are certain there are certain things that you can satire, honestly, but your your military service and. You know, saying something like that, the way you're presenting the joke, it's not a joke at all. You're being overly smug and you're being an a yes. about, about it. And that was when and I that was when I started things, to doubt his actual service. Yeah, things like that are exactly what started to cast doubt. Um that and uh, just over exaggerated claims and stuff like that. Uh so anyway, like I said, I, you know, I don't want to get too much into that. It's getting very... I'd like to do something more lighthearted, uh, you know, and have a little bit more fun because we, we got very, very serious, you know. But you'll you'll find all about it in Porson's documentary presented in a serious way. Because yeah. although, yes, uh, do I like making people laugh and stuff? Yes, I do. But uh, I am completely serious in the in the stuff about uh, about Eric Nimmer and You'll see all about that soon in Porston's documentary. Have you have you thought of doing uh, any sort of serious? Uh, I I don't really know if political commentary necessarily, but any sort of like uh, topical streams or anything else. I mean, you you certainly have the audience for it. I think I I, I used to, you know, and I used to do that. But the thing is, though, is that really there's a. Uh, there's people out there that are better at political commentary than me, and at the end of the day, it gets me very 
uh, frustrated. Uh, I'd rather do something more lighthearted like I'm doing and make fun of, uh, or even do political parodies that are maybe, you know, in support of certain people or ideas, not necessarily just political parodies that are making fun of, uh, people who are stupid, but, uh, or not even, you know, political, but I think I'd rather do something like that than just do a straight commentary because, uh, it's it's just such heavy work, you know. I, I know what I feel, and uh, I, I'm I'm just not going to go through and research every single point and keep having these same arguments with people over and over and over again about the same stuff. No, and and that's kind of, that's kind of my that's kind of my job, you know, as as a commentator. Even I, I like to try and keep it light and do more. I, these. I, I love, I love to see people do it because like I said, I don't have the patience for it. So I like to see other people who are much more capable and have a passion for that, do it rather than, uh, than me dedicate my time to that. Like I said, I've always been a musician. So if I can use that to bring light to something in a silly way, or even just make people laugh at how stupid I am, uh, yeah, that, you. That's that's more fun. You're certainly uh, you certainly don't take your yourself too seriously, well, yeah, either. So, and you're not. That's, you know, like everybody's worried about getting doxxed and all this other stuff. Like I showed my ass in Danger Zone, killed the video star. You know what I mean? <laughs> what what are you gonna do to me that I didn't already do to myself? Did you? Did, did, are you, you going to show my ass to everybody uh, out there? It, it's already out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, well, you, well, you, cer- well, you certainly made some uh, of the audience members uh, very uh, excited, excited <laughs> by, by that too. So, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, so far they've all been guys. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean that 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 is that is. I wouldn't say it's good or bad, but 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 better better guys than uh you know at least you're not getting the uh, the. I'm gonna throw some card. I'm gonna throw some cardboard on the fire because I want big flames so I can feel like a man, like Big Bear. Hey hey big hey big bear! Why do you th- why do you oh people people are also wondering uh, why do you throw. Why don't you throw that beer, beer bottle at your uh, at your dog too? I, I don't have a dog. I have cats. Well, well then, well then you know what's what's the no not real, not real. Yeah, but by the by the way, folks. Yeah, by by the way, folks. I do want to make a uh, a quick public announcement. Uh, last week on this podcast, I made a very offensive. Uh, Remark, ooh, that, that fire is uh, turning the screen all purpley. No, yeah, now, now, now I feel like a man, like Big Bear. Look, so, look, I got fire next to me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The, so uh, last week I made a I made a slur tor- towards uh, Alan Benjamin. I called him. I called him fag. I called him a fag on stream, and uh, I have to apologize because. Not even fags would throw beer cans at their dogs like that. So, uh, oh yes, save save George too. So, but uh, poor George. Yeah, I mean, I 
I mean, I'm I'm surprised ASCPA hasn't called called you know that did all joking uh, joking aside i really hope that uh owen doesn't do anything to harm his family or his pets or anything else like that you know uh is he amusing to make fun of yes but do i want him to, to to hurt his his family or his pets or anything no i don't uh that's that that's as far as i'll go yeah i'll 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 yeah all, ro- yeah. all roasting aside, I, I just want Owen to really, I'm not sure how he'll do it. I I pray and I hope for his sake he can pull his life back together. I, I really do because someone I'm hoping that old piano comedian I used to like is still in there, but. No, he, I think it's, I think it's, it's too far gone now for him to ever reprise yeah. that. He's just got to. He's got to go away and go do like something else or something, you know. Just, well, just forget about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I will, I will say this. I'm not, I'm not excusing his behavior, but show business is a, is a tough business mm-hmm. for, for sure. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not even cut, cut out, cut out to do it. Really, I'm, um, I'm, you know, I'm just happy doing a casual you, YouTube. Scene. Yeah, could you imagine? Owen going like anywhere to fill out uh, a job application. Oh, what's your former emplo- employment? Well, I was a stand-up comedian. Oh, oh yeah, you're a stand-up comedian. What were your bits? Uh, that that N-word stole my bike, and uh, um, I, and then I I did a bit about how I don't believe, or not a bit. Then I started saying how I don't believe that we went to the moon, and uh, I mean. Come on, like any sane person is going to look at him and be like, okay, thank you very much. Get out of here. Well, he he also, this is what I mentioned on my stream a few weeks ago, too. He's, in terms of conservative media, which he wants to get into so badly, I mean, he's pretty much torched that avenue for him, too, because, I mean, he he attacked Ben Shapiro, and even if you don't like Ben Shapiro, I know not everyone here does, uh, but you don't. You He's don't, not making any friends doing that. Yeah, that's you, for sure. You're not. You're not making any uh, friends by by calling uh, by calling uh, Ben Shapiro a Zion supremacist, talking at his height, and then like you know, mocking him endlessly. When the guy gave you a plat, when the guy gave you multiple opportunities to come on the Daily Wire and uh, his show. So, yeah. I mean, he's also... He was supposedly friends with Joe Rogan and completely torched that avenue, too. Uh, anyway, anybody, yeah. anybody that ever was going to support him is leaving in droves if they have a brain in their head. It's already happening. That's why... Uh, He's going to get to a point where he's going to get backed into a corner, and nobody's going to be his friend anymore. Yeah, and 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 I, and I, I just I, hope at that point he does the right thing and does something else. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm certainly hoping for his sake he decides to do the right thing and just walk away and start over for for himself and start over. So mm. with his with his family and his two kids, so. Uh, anyway, though, enough about Owen, uh, 
where can we find you in terms of, uh, you know, where you are on the interwebs? Obviously, you've mentioned your channel a few times, but but where else yeah. are you located at? Well, I'm on, uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, slash LCMTV Breath 4, same as my YouTube at LCMTV Breath 4. I'm also at Gab at Locomotive Breath, actually spelled out Locomotive Breath. It's the only differentiation. There we go. I can, I can speak. I'm a wordsmith. Yeah, well, you, well, you're more, well, you actually are a decent wor- wordsmith, actually, considering how many parodies you write. But, um, anyway, uh, well, Chuck, I want to thank you for coming on the program. Once again, it was great, uh, talking to you as always. And, uh, you know. Thanks for having me on, Sam. I appreciate thanks it. Thanks for, uh, sending us your parodies. Those are always great to fill the space when there are slow news uh weeks so there's uh, there's more coming so stay tuned because uh, i hope i can make you guys laugh i got two lined up for monday that hopefully will uh will do the job excellent excellent smithers so uh yeah sierra sierra says sierra says he's a fucking wizard so (laughs) You're going to, Serio, you're going to love the ones coming to Serio. You wait for the ones that coming out Monday. You are going to die. You're going to love it. To, to, which I, to which I would actually say, at, the, at this point, being, being a wizard would actually be a compliment. You, you, are, you, are, a, you are a wizard. You're, you're, a, you're a satire wizard, my friend. So. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, Chuck, uh, thanks for coming on. Folks, everyone, please go check out his channel at youtube.com forward slash locomotive breath and uh, four and also on Twitter at locomotive breath four abbreviated. So, and I'll, I'll have links to uh, everything in the description after the show and uh, in the show notes if you're listening to this on the podcast. All right, Chuck, thanks for joining us and uh, folks, we'll wrap up the show here in just a minute. Thanks. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, yeah, great interview with Chuck. I think we, uh, I think we did well. It was more of a casual conversation. Um, Chuck's a good guy. So, please, subscribe to his channel, um, at Locomotive Breath, if you haven't already. And, uh, with that in mind, folks, it is 10 p.m., so I think, uh, we're gonna call it an evening here. I think Nightwave goes live here in a few minutes, if I'm not mistaken. Alright, folks, thanks to all of you who have tuned in to the, uh, Whitfield Report for this week, and, uh, thank you to Sargon, uh, Stereo, Christy, um, let's see, obviously, uh, Josh in the in chat, uh, let's see, I'm, I'm scrolling through the, uh, the chat room, Eric, obviously, and, uh, to our new viewers as well, we have Ghost House, thanks for tuning in, uh, as well, sir, and, uh, Brutal Noodle, and, uh, oh, did my, 
Did my, uh, thing just die? Oh, crap. Uh, my mouse just, uh, kicked the bucket, so. Alrighty, folks. Well, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to find a way to, you might, you guys might have to watch me, uh, change the battery on this, so. Alright, all right, folks, actually I've got it turned back on, so thank God for that. Alright, folks, from everyone at uh, NGC1, thank you for tuning in. God bless, and uh, God save this great nation. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you on Thursday for the audio podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Wayfold Report, and uh, God bless, and God save this great nation. Hey there, folks. If you've made it this far to the end of the podcast, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the show. You are the ones that make it possible for me to uh, make an income from podcasting, and I greatly appreciate that just by listening to our show. You are helping us gain ad revenue. However, if you would really like to uh, help support the show, I encourage you to please donate to the podcast and become a supporter of the show you can head over to anchor.fm forward slash whitfield report and click the support this podcast button and uh, choose the amount that suits you to support the show or you can click the link in the show notes and it will directly uh, take you to that page if you can support the podcast i really really appreciate that Anything that you can do to uh, help out is greatly appreciated, even if you can't afford to uh, help financially support the podcast. I encourage you to please go on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and please leave this podcast a positive five-star review. That really helps us out here at the Whitfield Report. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next episode.